currently working with the female champion boxer of the world, Clarissa Shields. She's from my hometown of Flint, Michigan. I love sports dentistry because it's about protecting that smile. Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. I am your host, Dr. Weta L. Brown. I inspire and promote movement. I explain how running adds to life from a mental wholeness aspect, how obstacles can be overcome in life to make it to your finish line. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast episode 23. Special guest, the one, the only, Dr. Catrice Austin, dentist to the stars. She is a dentist as well as an entrepreneur. She developed her passion for dentistry at age 15. She was visiting the orthodontist for braces. And braces not only changed her smile, it changed her life. She actually was voted prettiest smile at Flint Central High School her senior year. She went on to receive her bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of Michigan and her doctorate degree in dental surgery from the University of Maryland. Later, she moved to New York and completed her advanced dental training at Brooklyn Lutheran Medical Center. Following the completion of her dental training, she worked with a dentist and also worked as a dental hygienist via a temp agency. She actually made more money being a dental hygienist than being on staff at a dental office. After the dentist she was working with via the temp agency realized she was a dentist, he recommended that she start her own practice. That is what she did. She became the chief operating officer of VIP Smiles, a successful New York cosmetic and sports dental practice. The practice boosts an impressive and loyal following, including such entertainers as Isaac Hayes, Tony Braxton, Missy Elliott, Cardio B. Cardio B actually gave her a shout out in one of her songs. And how can I forget one of my favorites, Deggy Fresh. In addition, she has been featured on the Discovery Health Channel, the Queen Latifah Show, the Ricky Lake Show, Dr. Oz, and several others. She has broken the gender and racial boundaries and established herself in a field traditionally dominated by men. I can relate to that. She holds professional memberships in the American Dental Association, New York County Dental Association, American Association of Women Dentists, American Academy of Cosmetic Dentists, and the Academy of Sports Dentistry. She also holds social membership in the National Association of Black Female Executives in Music and Entertainment, the Black Sports Agents Association, and she's also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. She was named one of the 25 most influential Black women in business in 1999. Please welcome Dr. Catrice Austin to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. Oh, thank you, girl. Thank you so much for having me. Again, thank you for joining me today. 
first of all, who were your role models when you were growing up? Man, I would say, I'm going to just go ahead and say my mom because she is the avid reader and she didn't go to college herself. She has always taken upon herself to educate herself and then expose me to the world, traveling, reading, music. She was a young mother. She had me at 17. So it's kind of like we grew up together and experienced life together. So I really appreciated that. So I'm going to have to say Mama Austin. Mama Austin. Okay. So what is one pearl that she told you that you think about today? There's so many. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. She's really big into relationships and character. And to this day, that's the one thing she pounds into my head, especially as you start to rise the level of success. You have to really, really limit who you interact with. And the people, the five people around you really tells who you are and what your success levels are going to be. So It's really the game of people is what I would say that she's really instilled in me. People can make you or break you, your self-esteem, your confidence, and your success. Where did you get your will and determination to succeed? Was that your mother? I'm going to say yes, but I more so would say that it's an innate thing. I'm just really driven. For some reason, I just have a drive that I can't stop. Our mind is always thinking. I don't have any one in particular that I can say because I am one of the first in my family to go to college. And I had actually a good girlfriend in high school that we were on the same path of success. So having a good friend in my teenage years that had the same motivation, it's crazy because neither one of us had curfews. We both were on the path of education, but yet we still enjoyed life. So having someone that had the same upbringing, the same mentality, we went to college together, it really helped to have that accountability partner, I would say, Darlene from Flint, Michigan. Flint Central is my accountability partner, and she gives me that drive to this day. We're still our besties. That is wonderful. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the importance of a village in determining success in life? Yes, yes. How did you become interested in dentistry? Oh, gosh. When I was growing up, I hated my teeth. My teeth were, I have a a little gap between my front teeth now, but when I was younger, I had multiple spaces. My teeth flared out and Every day in the schoolyard, my classmates and other kids would call me Bugs Bunny. They would bully me, call me all kinds of names, and I did not feel good about myself or self-esteem. That lasted all throughout my middle school years until I got to high school around the age of 15. I had been asking my single mother for braces, but never really thought she would get them. And then she surprised me one day. She told me I was going to the dentist. And I was thinking I was going to get my normal checkup and cleaning. And she finally surprised me with the braces that I wanted to correct my smile. And I didn't understand the power of a smile and how my life was about to change. Once I did correct my imperfect smile, I started to feel wonderful. I wore the braces for a year. 
I felt amazing. People started to come around me more, speak to me more. I became one of the cool kids. I joined the dance squad. I won Prettiest Smile in high school and made me want to do the same thing for potential clients. So I knew at 16 that I wanted to be a dentist because I wanted everybody else to experience the power of a smile. So when I go to work today and I do these smile transformations with cosmetic dentistry, I am literally living my dream and I'm making other people's dreams and come true and their confidence boosts just like mine was. So I love my job. That's an amazing story of how your dentist was so instrumental in your life. Yes. I hope that I'm doing the same thing for my clients too. So you're from Flint, Michigan. Yes. So Flint, Michigan has been in the news for years, unfortunately, over the water crisis. Yes. And at one point, we were number one in crime in the United States. We've always struggled to have a good name. So I know everyone at home is so proud of you. Yes. Yes. Maybe about four years ago, I was like on the front page of the newspaper on January 1st. This was breaking news. And my grandparents and my mom, my entire family was just ecstatic that little Catrice is now like headline news in Flint, Michigan. I opened a practice there two years ago. So they're really excited to have me back and I'm happy to be home. So you're the hometown superhero. I am one of the hometown superheroes, so they say. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your book. How to boost your income and icon status and how to become a celebrity doctor. Yes, that is my new number one best-selling book, How to Become a Celebrity Doctor. I created this book after having about 24 years of being an entrepreneur and building my celebrity status. When I started my practice in 1998, I, I started it with the notion that I was going to be the dentist to the stars. I was in New York City and hanging around a lot of celebrities and I discovered a niche and it was celebrities. And then I landed my first celebrity client in 1998 and it happened to be the legendary Isaac Hayes. And from there, my mama Austin encouraged me to get a publicist. And this was back in the 90s when dentists and healthcare providers didn't hire publicists only. So that publicity I called, she told me to call Eddie Murphy's publicist. And I did. And when I called Eddie Murphy's publicist, she told me I couldn't afford her, but I could afford perhaps her friend. So PR, when I did reach out to her friend, Renee Foster, she helped me get into magazines. She helped me get onto TV. And that's where my personal brand as a dentist began to flourish. Since 1998, 1999, I've been on every major TV show from Good Morning America to the Today Show to Discovery Health, the Dr. Oz Show, countless of magazine articles, been a brand spokesperson for Colgate, Crest, Aquafresh. All of the major toothpaste brands have hired me to be their brand spokesperson. And all of these things have led to my overall success and has helped me build my brand as an authority and an industry leader and really kind of wipe out my competition. So, and being an author as well. So in my book, I teach healthcare providers and doctors, dentists, anyone who provides service to patients and clients, 
how to build their celebrity status too. So I put it in a book during the pandemic. And also I'm about to launch a eight week coaching course to tell you guys how to really do it. The book will give you an overview, but when I do this course in February is really going to take that book and put it into action. So I want everybody to build their authority so that they can also experience all the wonderful things that I have in my career because of my branding and strategy. Of note, this was pre-recorded, So go to Dr. Austin's website, which will be featured in the show notes to learn more about her upcoming courses. So is your course virtual? Yes, it's going to be an eight week online course. So you can take it at your pace and you'll learn little by little what you can do. Now, you can hire someone to write your book. You can hire someone to do your PR, but this is really a do it yourself course. So you don't have to spend like a publicist can cost $5,000 a month easily. So I'm teaching exactly the strategies that they do. Very easy. And you will see results really quickly, especially TV is really easy. So you have another book, A Guide to Improving Your Image with the Greatest Asset, Your Smile. Yes, it is. Another number one bestseller book called Get Smiled. And it tells you how you can, all the procedures that are on the market that celebrities do to get a pearly smile and how you can use your smile as your greatest asset. And so in the book, I kind of take you through the process. If you were looking for a smile makeover, how to choose a dentist, all the top procedures that are on the market, like veneers, teeth whitening, dental implants, bonding. If your teeth are too you know, long, you can just get them recontoured. All of the major procedures that can really transform your smile in the realm of cosmetic dentistry, I review it and also teach you how to maintain your smile. So this is like the perfect book if you were thinking about a smile makeover that will walk you through the process and kind of prepare you for that consultation so that you're more educated. Because a lot of times we don't get the dental information on the internet or even on the TV shows. So this is like a really real good step-by-step book that can just guide you and educate you before you make that trip to the cosmetic dentist. On your segment on Dr. Oz's show, you gave tips on what you could do at home to whiten your smile. Can you share with my listeners some of those tips? Yeah. On Dr. Oz, I shared, actually, there's a oral probiotic That's what I was discussing on Dr. Oz. You can take a pill that will not only clean your gums and keep your mouth healthy, but it will put a protective coating over your teeth to prevent from staining from coffee, tea, and smoking. That's called USANA. I have a whole line of teeth whitening products and choosing your whitening product will determine, will be based on how yellow your teeth are. So let's just say, and I have a little color chart that you can purchase. And if your teeth are on the darker yellow side, that's when you're going to want to go to your dentist to get your teeth whitened because we're going to use a stronger hydrogen peroxide, which is the active ingredient. Let's just say in the office, I use 25% hydrogen peroxide. That's why we can actually get the results in one hour. But let's go to the toothpaste aisle. When you get the whitening toothpaste, the chewing gum, the mouth rinses, Those usually have one to 2% of hydrogen peroxide. 
So it's never really going to work for someone that has a true yellow color. Use those for your maintaining more so getting the yellow out. And let's say a Crest white strip may have 10% hydrogen peroxide. So I teach my students, I actually have a webinar if you go to my Instagram, where I kind of break down teeth whitening so you guys won't waste money on products that will never work. So I have a free webinar that's like 30 minutes and you can kind of learn the process of teeth whitening and figure out which one you should use. Or I actually have a kit that you can buy to whiten your teeth at home. It's a tray, a blue light, similar to what we use in the office, and it's 12% hydrogen peroxide. So when you guys listen in, you could go to my social media or my website and learn about the products that I can offer and guide you to purchase that will be very beneficial to your smile and getting them pearly white. In medical school, we weren't taught about the business and the marketing aspects of the film. And you're a medical marketing and business genius. What did you learn those skills? And were you taught in dental school or did you just learn on your own? I definitely, I think in dental school, the little so-called business course that they gave you, that was the course that I took a nap in, I'm afraid to say. When I started my business and wanted to learn methods of growing, I kind of immersed myself in uh, learning marketing secrets and even learning from some of the people I hired to do my websites. I'm always very, very hands-on and I find it very interesting. So I've taken lots of courses. I've followed a lot of the marketing gurus that's in the industry. A lot of them are on Clubhouse right now. Just so that I know, and if it gets too overwhelming, I just outsource it. But I really like being involved with my social media and marketing. Thousands of dollars and years of study has gotten me to the place that I am now so that I can help you guys. So what resources would you recommend other than you or your books? What other books would you recommend for people who are trying to learn more? Well, I'll tell you who to follow. Billy Jean is marketing on Instagram and Facebook. Brendan Burchard is another person that is a marketing guru. And Gary V is really, really good. Gary V, Brendan Burchard, and Billy Jean is getting are my top three marketing people to follow. Can you tell my listeners? Actually, I had to do some research myself. Exactly what are veneers? Oh yes, veneers are thin shells of porcelain that are custom made to lie only over the front surfaces of your teeth to mask any discolorations, any, if your teeth are crooked and you want them straighter without braces, you can put these facings over the front of your teeth to align your teeth very quickly. If your teeth are too short, you can make them longer. If your teeth are too long, you can make them shorter. So think of a contact lens, the thickness of a contact lens. This little custom-made porcelain is going right over the front and is permanently glued to your teeth. It is what everybody, all the stars, all of the major power players, when they don't want to get braces, this is the procedure that they get. It takes two visits, about two weeks apart to get those made. And once they're glued to your teeth, you will forever have whiter teeth. Your teeth will forever be straight. And it's just a great procedure for quickly transforming your smile where braces were once the only option. Veneers are now the alternative to anyone 
who qualifies that does not want to go through the braces process, which can take like a year, sometimes two years. We can, with cosmetic dentistry and particularly with veneers, we can quickly enhance your smile. Now, when we weigh the out the good and the bad, braces are very affordable compared to veneers. Braces, you can get them for, you can get Invisalign or some of the competing products for like $2,000. Traditional braces, maybe six or $7,000. Veneers are $2,000 per tooth. And most people need at least six to 10. If your teeth needs enhancing on the top and bottom, it could be up to 20 veneers at $2,000 per tooth. So it's literally the investment of a small luxury car, but it's just that, an investment. And if you haven't been feeling confident about your smile and you want to do something about it quickly, veneers is the go-to procedure. Are all of them made of porcelain? So there are two different types of materials. I'm so glad that you asked that. The less expensive material of the two is called composite. It is the same material that your dentist would use if you were going to get a white filling to fix a cavity or the material they would use to fix a chip. It's a putty material that's made out of plastic. It comes in a variety of colors, not as many colors as porcelain. And it doesn't have that same kind of glossiness that porcelain has. It's hand sculpted to your teeth, immediately hardened with the light, and then smoothed and shaped right in the chair. So there is no laboratory work. There is no second visit. You can immediately get that smile transformed. And where porcelain veneers could be up to $2,000 per tooth, a composite veneer could run you maybe five to $700 per tooth. So if you want that look, but you don't have the budget to do porcelain, composite veneers are the alternative. None of this is covered by insurance, so it is an out-of-pocket expense. They darn near don't want to pay for your cavities and the things that you need, so they're not going to help you pay for the enhancements. But again, if you look at it as an investment, it's very much worth it. In my Instagram bio, I also have a presentation that tells the differences between porcelain and composite. So if anybody wants to see that, just go to the link in my bio on my social media pages and you'll see that presentation as well. I assume that composite, since it's less expensive, doesn't last as long and it's not as cosmetically appealing. Yeah, the composite will pick up staining. It doesn't have that glaze that the porcelain has. So Usually over a three to five year period, you may need to replace it or polish it. Or if it chips, you may need to replace it as well. It's not as strong as the porcelain. I tell my consumers when I'm doing consultations, you weigh the the pros and the cons. If you get composite, you're probably going to end up paying for it twice or three times in your lifetime. So you just have to weigh out. Do you want to pay for it once, one good time with porcelain, or do you want to pay for it two or three times with composite? It's all going to add up eventually. So, But I understand that not everybody has the resources to do porcelain. So I tell people you can always start with composite and then upgrade to porcelain to enhance your and give you the strength that you want to have. Is that a lengthy process to go from composite to porcelain? Um, It's just drilling all the old work off. It would probably take like an hour or so, depending on how many teeth, but it's not a big deal. What is the most common procedure? I only do two procedures now. I sold my big practice where I did everything. And today I literally only do veneers and teeth whitening. I've built that niche after doing Cardi B and making over her smile. 
now people want me for exactly what I did for Cardi B. So, and I love doing veneer. So that's what I love to do. And I'm just focused on those two things now. Can you tell me some of the celebrities that you can disclose that you worked with? Yes. My very first celebrity client was musical legend Isaac Hayes. I went on to see Buster Rhymes, Common, Missy Elliott, Wendy Williams, Anthony Anderson, Paula Abdul, Charles Oakley, DJ Khaled. Man, so many people. Cardi B, Tony Braxton, comedian J.B. Smooth, Rick Rick, rapper Noriega, some celebrity chefs, Egypt. Oh, got so many people. Oh, D'Angelo. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Also, I read in your bio that you also do sports dentistry. You were trained in sports dentistry. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? I am a diehard sports fan, particularly football. Currently working with the female champion boxer of the world, Clarissa Shields. She's from my hometown of Flint, Michigan. I love sports dentistry because it's about protecting that smile. About a hundred sports or more that you don't even think about where your smile should be protected from even swimming, bicycling, skiing, athletic activity that you're engaging in where you could fall. You should be protecting your teeth with a mouth guard. So I joined the Academy of Sports Dentistry to learn, uh, particularly since I was working with entertainers, to learn how to make custom-made mouthpieces and address, you know, sometimes there's emergencies and how do you, when someone has a sports emergency, how to handle if a tooth falls out, if a tooth cracked in half and taking care of our sports figures. So I enjoy that as well. So I should wear a mouth guard when I ski? Absolutely. I had a really good friend that had a big fall on the ski slopes and tooth in half, lip busted. That's a big one. I mean, you're going to fall. Well, I don't know how good you are. I fall. <laughs> I've always been told you're not skiing hard enough if you're not falling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's my job to let people know how to protect your teeth, especially if you're, and then there's levels, you know, there's heavy contact sports like boxing. There's different levels of mouthpieces. So you may not need like a boxer style if you're skiing or if you're bicycling, you may not need like the heavy, heavy mouthpiece, but it comes in different thicknesses based on your activity level. So where can you find information about mouth guards? I ski, I cycle, and I've never thought about wearing a mouth guard. You know, uh, the Academy of Sports Dentistry, you can Google and they will have a list of dentists that are part of the organization. Well, I don't do as many sports now. Yeah, if you just do a Google of sports dentists, you'll find them throughout the United States in your town. There are definitely people who specialize in every major city. You can buy sports guards in the store. It's just that they're not custom fit. And particularly if you're playing football, there's a high incidence of concussion. So you want to really get custom made that will protect your jaw and prevent you from having concussions. So I highly recommend if you can afford a custom guard, they run about $400, protect your smile. But you can certainly, if you have nothing and you can't get to a dentist, you can get a boil and bite sports guard. It just may not be as retentive as a custom made mouthpiece. 
And plus, when you get go to the dentist, they can order your school colors or your favorite colors that you want. They can put designs. I did for my boxer client, Clarissa Shields. I did three custom-made mouthpieces with her logo on it, three different colors. And I actually did that last year. It was really fun to do. Interesting, because one time when I was skiing, I fell. I remember hitting my jaw. So one time I remember having a small concussion. I had a headache for a minute. But it's funny. I did a sports medicine fellowship. I used to cover football, indoor soccer, lacrosse, outdoor soccer. I remember going to this hockey game with my attending. And all of the hockey players came in these nice suits. They went to smile and had teeth missing. Oh, yeah. It's like a rite of passage, I guess, to have a missing tooth. So what do you do? They get hit in the mouth with a pup. Are they fighting? So what do you do with hockey players? I have not been fortunate enough to work with any hockey players, but that's where I don't think all of them wear mouthpieces. And maybe it's not. And, you know, when you have a nice chip between your teeth, your teeth get sensitive. It's got to be painful. I don't get it. And they have the resources to fix it, but they never do. It's, I don't know. So. so part of my podcast is to highlight people who have overcome obstacles to make it to their finish line. Can you tell me about an obstacle that you had to overcome, whether it be personal or professional? Man, I have to start over. When I sold my business in 2017, I worked very hard to build this brand. My lease was up and I had to make a decision. Was I going to re-sign the lease or was I going to sell the practice? And ultimately, I decided to sell the practice so that I could perhaps pursue some of my other dreams. When you're in private practice and you're the boss, it's a lot of stress and it doesn't leave a lot of room for you to do anything outside of your family and running the practice. So I made the very difficult decision to sell the practice and the people that I sold my business to had a good sales pitch. We were going to be partners and we were going to do lots of great things together and life was going to be good. I was going to stay and work for them for three years and we we're going to have billboards and all of these things in Times Square. And they had the budget to really merge and make me and the practice a big success, the new practice. And when I signed on, none of that happened. I went from being an owner to an employee, and that was a big change. My mindset of having to actually show up to work on time, because that's what my employers expected. It was a total mm -hmm. mind shift, and I didn't think, I thought that I could be an employee, but I learned very quickly that I'm not an employee kind of gal. The relationship did not work out very well. I lasted three months before I, <laughs> I gave my resignation letter, and it was hard because that was my baby. It was like I was away from the house that I built, the baby that I created. And I literally had to start all over, leave everything at that office and leave that behind. That was all the patience that I had for over 20 years. I had to leave that all behind and start all over. But at the end of the day, especially I'm thanking the Lord that during COVID, like I didn't have any employees to worry about. And I just had to worry about myself. I didn't need alone because I didn't have all that overhead. I actually wrote two books and two courses and things were very great for me in the times of challenge. And it was because I did not have that responsibility. So where I was very upset and kind of bitter because of what happened and I gave up my baby, 
but ultimately it was the best thing that happened to me. So I had to just change my mindset that it wasn't a negative. It actually turned out to be one of the greatest things that happened to me because now I have the freedom to be a speaker, to still do a little bit of cosmetic dentistry, to coach other people. So now I'm just taking it to the next level and also able to give back and teach others. That is wonderful. Often in life, what we think is an obstacle turns out to be a blessing. Yeah, yeah. I can't express how I'm very happy right now and comfortable in my skin and loving what I'm doing with my career today. What would a present day Dr. Austin tell a younger version of yourself if you could go back and talk to yourself? I would tell myself to learn the business of dentistry. I would have told myself to just even more than I did. I did, but I wish I had. I was a solo practitioner for maybe 16 or 15 of those years of the 19 years. I would have expanded sooner. I would have brought on associate dentists. I would have definitely, I would have grown a lot quicker. I would have told myself to really vet some of the advisors that I hired, like accountants, Mm -hmm. lawyers, everybody talks a good game. I would have learned how to, uh, taught myself how to vet a lot easier because I certainly went through a lot of those people who were there to supposedly help but didn't. Spoke to my younger self, even though I had a good amount of confidence, I think I could have even been more confident in some of the decisions that I made. Yeah, those would be the three things. You do a lot of teaching. You do a lot of mentoring, a lot of coaching, pouring into other people. Can you speak of how important it is and what programs you're involved in? Or do you just do it through your entrepreneurial and dental endeavors? Yeah, at this time, well, I'm very connected to my dental school, uh, University of Maryland in Baltimore. I do end up mentoring a lot of the students. I go back and speak. And also, Howard is so close that I end up getting dental students and speaking to dental students, letting them come and shadow me when the opportunity arises. It's very, very competitive, even more competitive than when I applied for dental school in the 90s. Maryland and University of Michigan always fought to have, outside of the predominantly Black dental schools, Maryland and Michigan, my school, always competed to have the most Black dental students. So, you know, it's very hard to still, all these years, it's still hard to identify Black dentists. I still get people like, I'm looking for a Black dentist. And we are out here, but we are not in the numbers of other races. So anytime I see a person of color that wants to be in the field, I try to speak and mentor, go to the organizations like I'm a keynote speaker coming up for Meharry in March 6th. I'll be speaking to the Black students for their annual conference. And that's my way of giving back to make myself accessible to students so that their journey could be a lot easier than mine. When you were growing up, did you see many Black Dennis. My dentist was black. He was the dentist. He was like the popular dentist in Flint, Michigan. He did radio ads, the dentist that everybody went to. So he sparked the change in my wanting to be a dentist because of the experience. But he also, when I got into dental school, 
he also sent me like something like a thousand dollars he contributed to oscar l right shout out to you thank you so much for believing in me that is so awesome any last minute pearls of wisdom that you would like to share with my listeners if they're interested in dentistry or just regarding life because life is hard we all have obstacles that we need to overcome i think one of my favorite quotes is a setback is a setup for a comeback willie willie jolly because like you said we all have our obstacles and it's how you handle them you can either sulk in them and not progress or you can say hey i'm set back but you know what i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna come back strong and have that mindset and again if you have a good support system Sometimes my mother's sister, she didn't believe in me when I wanted to start my practice in New York City. And that was a little discouraging. And sometimes you will get some people in your very close inner circle that don't believe and don't encourage you, but find that source of inspiration, someone that you can turn to that can motivate you. And I promise you, you can win. Yes. And use the negative energy to motivate you and prove them all wrong. I'm 28 saying, hey, I'm going to be the dentist to the stars. That I mean, it's like, okay. Kind of like what actors probably go through. Oh, you want to be an actor? You want to be a singer? Okay, you should go ahead and work at Starbucks until or whatever. So, yeah. So that's it. Thank you so much for having me. Where can my listeners find you? You can find me. Well, my website is VIPSmiles.com. And you can find me on all social media outlets at Dr. Catrice Austin, D-R-C-A-T-R-I-S-E-A-U-S-T-I-N. And I respond and I love connecting with people. I will put all of your information in my show notes. I can attest that you love connecting with people. Oh, thank you. Thank you, and I will see you on Clubhouse. You will see me in the Clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> that wraps up this episode of Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please, if you already haven't, download Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or however you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or possible show topics, please email Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, OLB, Omaha Love Brown at gmail.com. Again, that is Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, O as in Omaha, L as in Love, B as in Brown at gmail.com. Dr. Brown can also be reached via Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Handle We OUI Life L I V E. We OUI Love L O V E. Again, We OUI Life L I V E. We OUI Love. Thank you and please tune in again.